Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I am Johnny. I'm Randy. And we know this episode is coming out after Christmas, but we just want to wish, or we hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever other holiday there might be around this time. Yeah. So, happy all those. Right. New Year. Yeah. And then. Uh, Happy New Year. And a happy bronchitis. <clears throat> right. You got three guys that sit here with coughing, hacking this entire uh, episode, so you better get ready. Uh, it's better than last week, because last week we were terrible. Oh, yeah. Mine was horrible last week. I still can't hear out of my right ear, so. <laughs> <laughs> my cough had went away until this morning. So. That's because it knew we were going to. I guess uh, so. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm super excited about this episode because... Krampus, uh, the first time I saw it, I enjoyed it, and I was excited for Randy and Chris to watch it because they had never seen it. And with that being said, before we get into the actual episode, or going over the movie, I gotta ask Randy, what do you think? It wasn't bad. It wasn't what I expected. I, I, never, I had never seen a trailer. Okay. Um, that I can remember. I may have seen like one of the trailers before the movie ever came out. Six years ago, seven years ago, um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. That's for Dag, I'm sure. And if you listen to our last episode, that's exactly what I said. I said, <coughs> I got a feeling you and Chris, it ain't going to be what y'all think. Chris, what'd you think? 
same thing. I hadn't seen uh, any trailers for it at all. The only thing I had seen was like a couple of posters with like the little gingerbread man jumping. And then I seen uh, like some uh, some pictures of Krampus himself like from a distance. Right. But that was it. I've never seen a trailer or anything. <clears throat> See, there's a lot of times like movies like this that I, if I've never seen the trailer, <clears throat> I don't want to see the trailer. Right. Because so many trailers these days give out the entire movie. So I don't ever want to watch them. Like, if there's new movies coming out, that like, Halloween Kills. Yeah. I, I seen the one trailer, mm-hmm. and I never watched another one. Because right. I knew the more the trailers advance and they keep breaking, you were going to get the whole movie eventually. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't like watching trailers anymore. That's like with the new Matrix. I watched the first trailer, and mm-hmm. that's it. I don't want to see any more, you know. I don't even, like, I'm okay with getting in the movies 10, 15 minutes late and missing all the trailers. No, not me. I got to be there 15 minutes <laughs> early. Mm-mm, nope. I mean, because they give them away. Like, so many, like, literally, the trailers are sometimes 10 minutes long, and they give you, like, a, the cliff notes of the whole movie. So it's like, you don't even really need to watch the movie. Well, we've done some of the movies that, you know, when we play the trailer before yep. the episode, we'll watch the trailer and be like, I think it was, one of them was My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. And after we watch the trailer, we're like, well, there you go. I'm glad we didn't watch it or able to Well, I mean, on. this one was almost three minutes long. And it had <clears throat> a lot. Right. Yeah, listening to it right then, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't watch it. Yeah, exactly. Movie. I mean, because it gives you, like, snippets of, like, the first couple of minutes. And it gives you a snippet of, like, 15 minutes later and a snippet. Right. So, eventually, you're going to get the whole movie. Well, when this come out, <clears throat> uh, I bought it on Black Friday on Blu-ray. And I had never seen anything about it. I just... Heard that it's Krampus and it was supposed to be an evil Santa Claus. And I was like, it was like five or ten bucks on Black Friday at the time when it came out. Right. And I was like, screw it, I'll get it. And me and my wife sat down and watched it. And I didn't realize it was labeled as a horror slash comedy. Because I think if I'd known that, I would have went into it with different. Yeah. Like, I don't know, when it first started and the credits were rolling and you see people fighting, I already knew. I was like, okay, this ain't going to be a legit serious movie. Yeah. But yeah, a big I, budget type thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was listed as a horror <clears throat> comedy. I didn't either. But I didn't want to tell y'all either. And that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I told both of y'all probably last week, I was like, I can't wait for y'all to watch it because even if you hate it, it's the fact that I don't think y'all's going into it thinking it's going to have as much humor as it had or yeah. something like that. But but I love the Krampus look. Yeah. I did like that. It, it, it didn't look anything like I thought it was going to look. Because, like, just from seeing the pictures that I've seen and just, like, the still shots, I always thought it was just going to be some kind of giant goat mm. or some kind of, you know, it had the horns and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you get a close-up shot of his face, it's an actual man's face, and that kind of threw me off. Jaws always open yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It was weird. But I like how, because in the movie, she references him as Santa Claus Shadow. Mm-hmm. And I like how they kind of played it off where he did kind of look like Santa Claus. Right. You know what I thought of the whole time? What? The office. Bill Schnickel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Randy, don't, Randy just smiled. He don't know. I have no idea. Randy's I out. know who you're talking about. It's the, the Howard is the guy in the office, right? Howard? What? You're stupid. In the movie. Dwight. No, this dude. That ain't dude ain't in the No. He ain't in the office? Oh, you talking about Howard? Uh, yeah. No, he's in Parks and Recs. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> no, Howard is in uh He's talking about the... The guy who was shooting the cookies. That's oh, how. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, in he's the, Todd Packer. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you knew. Yeah, but you didn't. know. I knew him. he was in there. But you didn't know Dwight plays. Well, I only watch good shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Missing out on the best one, man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this is going to play, huh? Hey, I only dick on the office because he told me that he wishes the best football player for the Tennessee Titans breaks his leg and Derrick Henry breaks a bone in his foot and has surgery. The next week. Like two weeks later. Now, tell him why I said that. I don't even remember. Because you said you refused to watch The Office because it's trash. Yeah, and now The Office is banned in <laughs> See? my house. So, there you go. Nope. Trash. Because I hope. Michael Scott's curse. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I hope the Shut Tennessee up! Go. All right, anyway, with podcast. <laughs> but, okay, so before we get into the film, uh, we normally wait till the end of the episode, but we're going to go ahead and uh, plug it. We know where uh, to find us, hopefully. Um <coughs> You done? <laughs> Hope so. On uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. On Twitter, our what was that, what's that called? Our handle. Our handle is Small, Small T, T Horror Pod. Pod. Yeah, and uh, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, anywhere you plug your phone in to catch a podcast. Yes. Pretty much. And I listen, like, you know, I always try to go back and listen to make sure everything's good. I want to see who's going to leave our first review on Apple Podcasts. That's where I listen to all my, like, my JR podcasts and Bruce Pritchard and all that stuff. See, I get all mine on Spotify. Do you? Like, that's where I listen to all my podcasts. Yeah, but you you pay for it, don't you? No. I thought you paid. Well, I piggyback on my brother. Yeah, see, I don't. You got the family plan. Oh, okay. But anyway, I don't I don't get to pay for any subscription because my wife don't like me to. We're using my mom's Netflix, your Hulu Sling. I mean, they're gonna cancel all of us. Find <laughs> <laughs> these guys and cut them off. Yeah, they ain't gonna know. Ain't Government know. listens to everything, man. That's Jason. What you yeah, doing? I don't know why that came out like that. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, Randy Cakes. Yeah. Are you ready to hit us with a summary? <clears throat> Go for it. When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max gets delu- disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Meanwhile, this lack of festive spirit unleashes <laughs> the wrath of cramp. Are you done? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Re- <clears throat> unleashes the wrath of Krampus. She actually called it Krumpus. Who did? Grandma. Oh. Anyway. Omi? Omi. A demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for one another if they hope to survive. Dang, that was a long summary. I don't know. The other one was a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. <coughs> there you go. I mean, I went for the book this time. Uh, yeah, there you go. Changing it up. A little bit. All right, so let's see here. <coughs> Krampus was a 2015 horror slash comedy film. It was written by Todd Casey. And I'm going to say this dude's name is Michael Daughtry. 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 Daughtry? Daughtry, Daughtry. And Zach Shields. And it was directed by Michael Daughtry. Uh, the cast, we've got the one Adam Scott plays Tom England. Now, who's that guy from? Parks, Parks and Recreation. There it is. Yes. And he was also in Step Brothers. Remember he was the older brother? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was. He raised his shirt up and he was like, "Look, no, uh, no carbs for no here. carbs for here." <laughs> Gets kicked out of the house or the treehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna have trouble with these names if y'all listen to these. My po- or if you listen to our podcast, you know that I, I cannot hope, pronounce I these that. actors and actresses listen to the podcast and you butcher their names. Half the time I don't tag them in, and if I can't <laughs> say their name right, uh, Tony Collette, she plays Sarah Engel. Uh, <laughs> she, she was also in Hereditary. I hadn't seen that one either. Uh, David, what was his name? Oh, uh, Kirshner. Kirshner. He's Howard. To me, he's one of the best ones in the whole movie. He's the one from The Office. Tom yeah. Packer. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Stefana Levy Owen. She plays Beth Engel. Allison Tolman. She plays Linda. And let's see who we got next. Kankata Farrell? Yes, she is Aunt Dorothy. She's hilarious. Yeah, I love her. I loved her. And then Christina Sadler is Omi. She was cool. Yeah. Omi, grandma was cool. Oh, and then this dude. uh, (coughs) I'm going to say his name's MJ Anthony. He played Max. Wasn't that how you say it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... I sure thought Grandma was Sissy Spacek or whatever her name is when it first showed up. Coming her. from Carrie? Yeah. Yeah, I in the, that was her. It in the, like her, like in the, the kitchen. Version. Yeah. That's when she was making the cookies. That's what I thought it was at first. So, before we start going scene by scene, do y'all feel like this was a low-budget film? Did it feel like that to y'all? It didn't feel like a low-budget film. See, it didn't to me either. I thought one of y'all said something about... Well, you, I just said something like it wasn't like a big Hollywood blockbuster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I remember when it surprises me that this movie only came out in 2015, because it seems like I remember this coming out back when I was in high school, like 20 years ago. I'm sure there's plenty. Dang, of, 20 years. You'll hate me. For, <laughs> <coughs> you'll hate me for the comparison, but it reminds me of uh, just like the environment and stuff a little bit <coughs> of uh, Gremlins. <laughs> See, it, the I, I don't know if y'all have ever seen like Ghouls. Ghoulies? Tr- ghoulies, or not ghoulies, um, trolls. There is one called ghouls. Yeah, 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 I know there's ghouls and ghouls. I've never seen trolls. There's trolls. Those, the elves in this one reminded mm. me of the trolls. Okay, I gotta ask real quick, because it is Christmas time. It's actually after Christmas. But it's still technically December. I mean, My lights are still up. My lights are right up across the street. From my, house. <laughs> my Christmas tree's still up. So. What is the big deal with gremlins? Explain it to me. Do y'all both like gremlins? That's just one of them I grew up with. Is like I can watch it. I mean, it's not necessarily yeah, not a my favorite, favorite movie. Well, like it's I just see Gizmo's people. Adorable, so I just see people go it. nuts over that film, and I'm like, it never was nothing big. For okay, me. you can't tell me that Gizmo popping up to save the day, dressed up as John Rambo, that is was not part the two. best part of the whole That's Gremlins part two. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is. I remember Gremlins too because I remember Hulk Hogan in the theater. Uh, the Gremlins are being real loud, and oh, he gets up yeah. and he cuts a promo on them. But I'm saying, like, so many people are fascinated by this movie Gremlins, and I'm like, what is the big deal? Well, what's the big deal with uh, Short Circuit? Johnny Johnny number five. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) I love that movie, though. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites as a kid. What's the big deal with that stupid movie y'all like with David Bowie? Labyrinth? Labyrinth? Yeah, I hate that movie. (sighs) The classic. It's it's, it's amazing. You remind me of a baby. It's amazing. (laughs) Maze. It's maze. Maze. The babe with the power. <laughs> I just, I just never. Babe. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I know there's movies that I like that <coughs> other people don't like, but uh, 
I don't know. It's like Chris. He loves Rob Zombie's Halloween too for some reason. Oh. I like the first one. <laughs> I do like the first one. He wants to be here when we review that one. I'm actually watching it right now. Right. And I can only watch it snippets. Dude, I don't remember if I've seen the second one. You haven't. I, I don't think I have. But I'm telling you, I like the first one. When it starts off, the first one was good. When yeah. it starts off, me and him went to theaters, watched it. I was like, "This is awesome," but then it just it went Rob Zombie. But it went Tim Burton, is what it did. Really? No, wait, wait, wait. Parts of it. Okay, but I don't want to get into that because we're in Krampus. <laughs> but I think you know how you said you like Rob Zombie or not Rob Zombie. You like Tyler Michael Man. Myers' look. Tyler Main. No. In the, in the new Halloween Kills, you like his Oh, mask? yeah, 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 yeah. I like his look in, in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Because, the yeah, because he looks like a hobo walking around with this big beard, long hair, and he don't put the mask on until he gets mad. Michael, <coughs> Viking. But, I mean, that's not my favorite look. But I thought that was unique. Yeah. But I just like it. You know how I am with these psycho serial killer monsters. I like them big and menacing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. That's what, at least that's what I put on my Tinder anyway. Hey, Yeah, you should have heard him like gawking over freaking Goldberg, looking like a Viking oh my God. in our Santa Slay episode. He's just a beast of a man. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'll listen. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're the one that said, Curly, I'm going to look like that one day. Okay, all, but that's not me sitting there going. All muscled uh, up and buff and bearded. <laughs> okay. I'm halfway there right now. What are you talking about? You got the beard anyway. Yeah, that's what. Well, there you go, halfway. <laughs> but yeah, that's just like if you listen to uh, our episode of uh, Halloween 2018, he's like, I like this guy who plays Mike Myers, but Tyler Maine, he's just a beast of a man. I'm like, dude. He is. Dude's freaking nine foot tall. <laughs> I got a thing for big men. That's what well, I'm, I'm a big Krampus. guy myself. That's what he's going to say about Krampus here in a minute. He got no. goat feet. He's a beast of a man. He's a beast of a man. <laughs> that hump on his back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those horns. Wow. Yeah. He's like riding a camel. I just need the milking. <laughs> anyway. All right. So now it's time to officially get in there. Or I mean, get into the episode. What the heck? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. This took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Turn for the worse. Well, so, eh. as the cre- <laughs> as the credits are rolling, we hear it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas playing in the background, and we see these people at like a shopping mall, I guess, or a convenience store, whatever you want to call it. The workers open the door, and these people just come in. These they storm in. These customers and they're Black put- Friday sales. Is that what it did? No, what it looked like it did look like it. They're pushing, they're fighting people, they're stomping. I mean, they're like walking over people to get these presents the whole time while they're playing uh, Christmas music in the background mm-hmm. and the credits are rolling. So right there, it already kind of gives you a teaser that these people don't really have the Christmas spirit. They're being selfish. They're going out just for themselves. It was showing people hit people with skateboards. Dude got co-cocked with skateboards. Yeah, man. punching people in the face while they're holding their kid. I mean, everything. A couple people on the ground being tased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just everybody standing around watching, which I would too, you know. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Well, then it goes to, like, there's a Christmas play going on, and you see two boys fighting during the Christmas play. And uh, as they're fighting, it finally shows the word Krampus, the title of the film. Well, it cuts to a Christmas carol is playing on this little TV, the old traditional black and white Christmas carol uh, movie. 
and you see cookies everywhere they're being baked so you can tell somebody's in the holiday spirit well it shows this older lady which is we're gonna learn her name is she's the grandma she's omi and, and she said german i, I don't know did i, I you, think that's what they i were think speaking. it's german that's what, that's what I, it sounded like to me well, and when they did the old, when they went back to the, when she's telling the backstory, mm -hmm. that's the way I took it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, as she's sitting there watching the movie and making these cookies, it seems like it's going to be like a nice little moment. And all of a sudden you hear the family arguing outside of the house. And all of a sudden the, the door busts open and the mom, which is Sarah, she comes in and she goes, what were you thinking, Max? She says, that kid was twice your size. And Max says, yeah, but being... Kalinsky is always ragging on Christmas. So now you realize... He was the one fighting. Yes. And just because the kid was ragging on Christmas. And it was good seeing a, a smaller kids take up for Christmas, man. Yeah, but... He let that big dude get in his way. I mean, he did look a little old to be believing Christmas like that, though. Like he was almost sheltered, I think. But, I mean, even later on, the dad says we refer to them as Santa's transportation and not reindeer. That's a little corny. Don't ever let Randy talk to your kids about Christmas. No. <laughs> no. It ain't no big fat dude. It's your daddy at Walmart. Look, now, look. What if somebody is out there like a little kid listening to our podcast? Then they need help. There is a Santa Claus. He's out there. I mean, I'm not saying there was there was a Saint Nick. It's true. I got photographic evidence of him in our house. I got video proof of him uh, coming in and putting skates around the Christmas tree. It was Chris. <laughs> Muss. I know it was. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> so Tom walks in, which is the dad, and he come in and he says, and was drop kicking him into the manger really the best way to handle this? <laughs> I did like that little yeah. comment. But, <clears throat> excuse me. All of a sudden, Dad's phone starts to ring, and Tom grabs the phone, and it's a business call. So he starts to walk off, and the mom says something about, I thought you were on vacation. And he's like, I am, but I have to take the, at least the business calls. Well, it cuts to Mom and Beth, and they're hanging up pictures. And Max is like, hey, I want to hang up, or I want to watch the Charlie Brown and rap presents. And... Uh, the dad's like, no, that ain't happening. What's he telling him to go to his... Well, he said, given your behavior tonight, you can do that yourself. Right. Yeah, he pretty much tells him, you just, yeah, go do it your own self. Well, uh, Omi, which is the grandma, <coughs> uh, she's like, have you finished the letter? And Max says, I think they're, now this, they're not talking English, right? They're, they're talking... He, she's talking in, in what I'm assuming is German. Yeah. And he's talking in English. And she says, have you finished the letter? And he says, I started it, but I don't know what to ask for this year. Well, it cuts to Beth and Mom. And I thought this was a good little scene. Yeah. All it does is cut to Beth, and she's like, last year I found human crap in my bed. Human crap. And mom and the mom's like, for the last time, that was their dog. And Beth is like, uh, they're why some people shouldn't be allowed to breed. Your words, Mom, not mine. And, it, and it's funny because she storms off, and she goes, I didn't say that. Well... <laughs> and then, you know, like, she's hesitant. It's like, okay, I got caught on it. Well, as they're hanging up these pictures, Beth walks out of the room, and the mom grabs the picture that they just took, at the, I guess, like I said, the shopping center. And everybody, the mom's the only one that really looks happy in it. And she looks at it for a second. You don't know what she's seeing. And then it cuts the picture, and Santa is looking at Beth's butt. 
Pervert Santa Claus. Yeah, she Pervy. just rolls her eyes, but she still hangs it up. Yeah. I went back to that place and beat her head. <coughs> Heck yeah. Are you looking at my daughter? I need a do-over. Right. Um, well, then it cuts to Omi and Max talking about believing in Santa. And is, is, is this when she's asking him if he still believes or what? what is... Do you remember this scene? I, I remember him talking, but I yeah, I remember him talking. And this is where she gives him the cookie, right, or the yeah cookies that she baked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's a very quick scene. It's nothing big. It is, but at the same time, while he's sitting there talking about it, she gets kind of quiet. Yeah, like she'll say something, and then that's when she offers him cookies. Like she didn't want to be a downer or something like that. Well, like you knew <clears throat> grandma knew something. Yeah, like that, she she had some, some some kind of secret she didn't want yeah. to tell him or something. Well, that's what I was fixing to ask. That's why I was gonna say. She was starting to say something, and then she kind of just, oh, never mind. Here, eat this. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like she was trying to make sure that, hey, you, you do still believe in Santa, right? Yeah. Like, she was, like, trying to convince him, like, you know, don't well, give up, you know. Yeah, like, well, you find out later, it's all about if you lose hope in Christmas. Exactly. So, she, I think at that point, she was just trying to see how, where he was as far as keeping his hope in Christmas because, you know, she knows what happened. Well, it cuts to Beth, and she's on her bed <coughs> in her bedroom talking to her boyfriend on the computer. I guess, or what do they call it, Skyping? I guess. Uh, FaceTime. Video, just a video, video chat. Video chat. <laughs> there you go. And he's oh, talking about, why don't you come down and see me? You know, he's trying to, what did he say? <laughs> Tony got like pot or something. He's a big old water bomb. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like, I can't do it right now. And all of a sudden, you hear a big old truck pull up. You hear the horns, and she's like, ugh. She's like, family's here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it cuts to all of a sudden the family shows up and we get introduced to Linda, Howard, Howie Jr., Rosie, which is the bulldog, Jordan, and Stevie. And they all walk in and... Uh, Does it ever say the baby's name? Uh, I think it did. Yeah, Chrissy. Chrissy, okay. Yeah. But it's funny because Jordan and Stevie walk in and they and they're... I, I thought they were twins, but they're not. But, you know, they're daughters, but they look like boys. Well, got, one of them looked like a boy for sure. They've got wrestling. They've got a wrestling jacket on and the ball caps, and they walk in, and the mom's like, "Hey, girls." She don't answer, and the girls don't answer. And uh, Linda's like, "Oh, you gotta excuse them. They're kind of upset. The Steelers lost." Mm. So you can already tell they're very uh, tomboyish. Yeah, there tomboyish. you go. I was gonna say butch. <laughs> so it's funny because uh, Howard Junior killed him. He had the easiest role in this freaking movie. He didn't say one word until I got sucked up the chimney. I still don't even know if he said a word. He well, he's crazy. That boy's lips. Did y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like permanent duck face. <laughs> Max uh, Max walked up to Howie Jr. and he goes, "Hey, what did you ask Santa for?" He's just trying to make a conversation with him, <clears throat> and Howie Jr. is just staring a hole at him, and it's almost like he can't breathe through his nose, so he's breathing through his mouth. It was like the Ed look off a of Good Burger when he gets when you hear the the wires going off. Yeah, he's just in there. It's yeah, he's like. Did you ask him for a car? I'm try- like, he just starts naming all this stuff, yeah. and Beth leans down. She goes, dialysis? <laughs> and that, that's what kills me. But the twins look over, and they see Max's letter sticking out. And I don't remember which twin says it. I think it's um, I think it's Jordan. But she kind of looks over, and she's like, look, Max sent a letter. Like, she realizes, look, he's still writing to Santa Claus, you know? Yeah. Well, as they're shutting the door, all of a sudden... Aunt Dorothy shows up, and the dad's like, not Howard. What is the dad's name? Do you remember? Tom? Yeah. I believe that's it, ain't it? Thomas. 
No, that's Tom. <coughs> they call him Thomas. Well, I'm going to call him Tom. You call him whatever you want to. Tom looks at Howard Dillon and he's like, isn't there another – like he's hesitant. He's like, child, and they're like, where's the baby at? <laughs> and then they, here comes Chrissy. Now you get introduced to the baby. And the baby apparently just took a major crap. Yeah, apparently because he came in. Apparently she was ripe. Yeah. But it's funny because when uh, Dorothy walks in, you see uh, Linda look at – I can't even think of the girl's name. Linda looks at uh, Sarah. Sarah and goes, I'm sorry. Like in the background, she's like, you know. Yeah. So as soon as uh, – she comes in, she looks, and she's like, all right, what's for supper? Then it cuts to now we go to the dinner scene. And it's funny because Howard Jr. sitting there, and he's got, I guess it's, I guess it's like an off-brand. Look like, like a Mountain, mountain Lightning. Dude. That's yeah. what I thought, Mountain Lightning. That's what I thought. He's, ch- he's drinking this two-liter bottle, and he just sets it down, and he just starts belching. Beth gets pissed because he's sitting right next to her. She starts to get up, and her mom looks at her and just kind of nods like, no, I'll sit back down. And Howard's like, that's my boy. That is my boy. And he was like, I'm trying to bulk him up. I'm trying to get him ready for, what's he, the football? football He's going to be the biggest lineman in the state or something like that. <laughs> and then he looks over at Tom and he's like, Tom, didn't you uh, serve? Like, you know, he was like, didn't you go through training? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Or no, did you? He asked him if he played. Yeah, he'd been on football field or something. And he was like, no, he was, I was too busy training. He's like, for what, the Marines, the Army? And he was like, Eagle Scouts. He's like, Eagle Scouts. <laughs> And then he looks over at his uh, son and his daughters, and he's like, Eagle Scouts is for where you go and you help these little old ladies. Like, he starts weaving baskets. Yeah, just just to dig at Tom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom's like, nope, nope. I had to learn about survival and all that. And he's like, well, all I needed was, uh, what did he say? Uh, he starts talking about his gun. I can't remember how he worded it. My ho- oh, oh he, the way he made it sound was kind of, you remember what he said? No. I don't remember how he said it. Dang it. I should have wrote that down. I don't remember. But it was something, It was funny, but it was something to the sense thing of like, I got my hard piece and this and that. Like he was, yeah. And he started talking about gun blasting and all this stuff. And they're like, um. Don't we want to talk about guns at the table? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> That's when uh, he's like, yeah, but a shepherd's got to protect his flock. Well, it cuts to now Sarah. She's like. She's watching Linda feed the baby, and she says, wow, looks like Chrissy's really enjoying my Gravlax? Gravlox? I don't know. She called it some weird name. And Linda's like, remember, kids, Aunt Sarah likes everything to be clean and perfect, and that's why she makes so much food that you can't pronounce. <laughs> and Sarah says, well, I just thought you guys might want a break from macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. Dude, I grew up on macaroni I knew you was going to say that. When, when I watched it and wrote the, was writing these notes, I was like, Randy's going to say something about Heck yeah, dude. I grew up on mac and cheese and hot dogs. Do you remember mom used to make mac and cheese, green peas, and hot dogs? Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was good back in the day. I'd look at it now and be like, yep. Yeah. I probably couldn't eat it today anymore. <laughs> What's mom always make? That She swears up and down. I mean, you used to eat it all the time, and I can't stand <coughs> it. It's the, the big noodle cups with the tomato sauce. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Uh... I can't remember the name of it either, but yeah, just big old. They're big old like noodles, noodles like that big, uh-huh. and they're just in tomato juice, like like goulash or something. Kind of, it had no meat or anything. It's just <laughs> macaroni and tomatoes. Yeah, macaroni and tomato juice. Okay, there we go. That's but she made she made cornbread. And my dad loves it, and she's like, I swear y'all like it when y'all was little. I'm like, cause you, when we lived with you, whatever you made, we had to eat. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's why kids got to spoil these days. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. I grew up on Chili Mac. Yeah. 
Mac, was it hamburger helper, all that crap? Mm -mm, no, macaroni, like a box macaroni and cheese and a can of Hormel chili. Put a piece of cheese on top of it. <laughs> but anyway, after she says, I thought you'd want a break from the macaroni and cheese with hot dogs, Aunt Dorothy says, well, you were wrong. <laughs> and I like she says, and who doesn't make a ham at Christmas? What are you now, a Jew? <laughs> and they're like, everybody just stops at the table and looks at her like, well... You know, like, are you? That killed me, that line. But, uh... Aunt Dorothy, well, she was... Like, how, it was, Howard was good, but Aunt Dorothy was killing me. Every movie she's ever in, <coughs> or a TV series, she's always a wise... Well, I remember cracking... I remember when I seen her, I was thinking, I could not remember what movie I remember her in, but I knew it had to do with Adam Sandler. And then you said Mr. Deeds, and I was like, that's it. She closed line the chick in the freaking uh, door. Yeah, I remember that. I put on her, uh... The ant is a douche canoe. <laughs> a what? A douche canoe. Okay. She just she annoyed me. Like she was funny, but it's just like like when she was supposed to be watching the kids, she was just like, I don't know where the hell they're at. <laughs> I like kids even when I was one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that's when she said that, I was like, I'm ready to see you get eaten by Krampus or something. <laughs> and they gave her the baby. That's what killed yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. She's drunk. I watched the kid. <clears throat> well, it cuts to next. Jordan and Stevie are sitting there. She's like, watch this. And Jordan grabs the uh, letter. She's had to, uh, Max's letter this whole time. And she, and Max is flipping out. And she, she opens it up. She goes, oh, let's see what you wrote to let, uh, to Santa. And she starts uh, reading it. And, like He wishes that Beth and him were close like they used to be. And then something about... Uh, 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 I wish my mom and dad would fall back in love. Mm -hmm. Well, then as in the reading, it says, and uh, Aunt Linda and Uncle hired to catch a break. And like, you can tell, like, I don't, like, at first I thought, oh, they're going to feel bad for him. But then he, they flipped the letter over and they're like, dad does not want us as boys. You know, <laughs> like that, that's what killed mm -hmm. me. Uh, anyway, and then all hell breaks loose. Max gets, because he's crying at this point. Max gets up, comes around the table, starts fighting. I mean, and when I say fighting, he's like biting people and all this stuff. And Sarah walks in, which is his mom. She walks in. She's like, who wants? Crimble Yeah, and like everybody's all fighting and crap, and she don't know what's going on. But it is funny because uh, before that happens, Sarah's in there making that crumble or whatever, and Aunt Dorothy walks in there. She's like, what in God's name are you making now? Or God-awful thing are you making now? She's like, you know what? How about next year we come to your trailer? <laughs> That's what killed we come She went off. Yeah, she's like, we come to your trailer, and we all waddle in there. And and I, for a minute, Dorothy, you can tell she was like, she goes, hey, Sarah, I'm just, like, she, she, I believe if she would have kept talking, she was going to say, I'm just kidding around or something. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, uh, you know what? Just stay the hell out of my kitchen. Mm -hmm. But that didn't kill me how she said, the next time we'll come to your your trailer. And I started rolling. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Max is up in his room. And uh, Tom, his dad, comes up and just kind of talks to him and, you know, uh, asks him, is he all right? And he, he's like, no. He goes, why do they got to be here? They're always... Uh, causing trouble they're causing drama and he's like what's it's family and that's what you have to put up with is the drama and stuff like that and he was like why and he's like that's just part of being family and he was like you only got to put up for three more days and then he's like three more days you know like Man, even it's a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> even his dad's like oh you know 
Yeah, he says it, and he's like, oh, it's three more days. I said, too, when I read his letter and pissed him off and got him crying, I was like, this is like a Grinch origin story. <laughs> yeah. They straight up took that kid's spirit. <laughs> I thought he was a good little actor, too. Well, when I first seen him, I thought it was one of the kid from Chucky. You kind of remember the kid <coughs> from Oh, you're talking about from the series? Yeah. From the, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Series. I was he like, he just reminded me of him. Uh, but yeah, he was a good actor. <coughs> and did you finish the Chucky series yet? Nope. Because we're supposed to do a whole episode on the whole series. Nope, Witcher came out. Still waiting on you. Yeah. What came out? The Witcher. Second season of Witcher. Right? Anyway. Toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> oh, Valley of Plenty. I won't watch it because that Superman dude's in it. Ain't <sighs> nothing wrong with him. He's a terrible exactly. actor. <laughs> Henry Cavill is amazing. Anyway, so. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go off on a tangent from both sides. <laughs> so before, I'm, done with, I'm done with these podcasts. <laughs> so before his dad leaves the room, he's like, don't forget. <clears throat> uh, he's like, just three more days. Don't forget to uh, finish your letter, you know. Max goes over there and starts to do his letter, and then all of a sudden he grabs it and he starts ripping it up. He's just he, he it's official. His spirit, his Christmas spirit's gone. Dead. He walks over to the window and just throws it out of his bedroom window and summons Krampus. Yep. And so it cuts to it says December twenty third. <laughs> Shows the clouds rolling in. Huh? Shows the clouds rolling yep. in after he throws the paper out the window. Now, I'm going to let you talk about this scene. What scene? I don't remember. It says December 23rd. I don't remember. And now all of a sudden we just see creepy snowmen. I don't remember. Yeah, you do. (laughs) What I remember the most about it is how creepy the snowman actually looked. Because he wakes up and they they go downstairs or he goes downstairs. He's looking out the window and this big old snowstorm started in. Don't know where it came from. They start talking about how you would think that you know they have all these satellites and stuff that they could see a snowstorm headed this way. <coughs> so apparently they didn't call for any snow or any kind of storm come through because they didn't know it was coming. But he goes up to the window and he looks outside and there is a giant creepy snowman that honestly kind of looked like the Jack Frost snowman for a second. And uh, it was just weird. So he calls his parents out there and... <clears throat> They're like, there's a snowman out there. And he's like, they were like, yeah, that's nice. He was like, well, who did it? So then they were like, it wasn't none of us. It wasn't, yeah, <laughs> nobody here put up or made a snowman. So they get a knock at the door and it's, uh, Linda hollers that she's going to go get it. So she goes to the door to answer it and it's a delivery guy <coughs> delivering packages or something like that. So she's signing for it and the snow is just constantly just storming and going crazy. Well, she signs for it and uh, goes down to get it. And what was it? Cheese? Something. It was like a, I guess something like a, it wasn't FedEx, but some kind of delivery service. And then she asked about the other stuff sitting there. He said, it must be the boys in brown. Yeah. And they, uh, it was just a giant red, like, almost looked like Santa Claus bag. Mm -hmm. So they pull those in. And um, so this whole time they're, they end up losing the power. So they're trying to figure out where, you know, they're flipping breakers and all this kind of stuff. And they have no power. The phones aren't working. Um, so the only thing they've got right now are candles. And then uh, the grandma, Omi, mm-hmm. is that her name? I guess it. Yeah, she's got the fire stoked up and going, making hot chocolate. She knew what was <clears throat> Yeah, she had a, uh, this is kind of when you started seeing Omi 
kind of get solemn, really, because mm-hmm. she, I think she knew kind of what was going on. Yeah, because the mom <clears throat> even sent, uh, what was his name, was it Max? Yeah. Go in there and get her before she burns the house down or something. Yeah. So like, and, as soon as it started, she knew what was up. Yeah, she had that fire going from the get-go. And he walks over there, and she turns around, and she's, you know, pouring hot chocolate in these coffee cups. So, you know, she was getting everybody ready for it. <clears throat> so then then we cut to Beth. She comes downstairs, and she's got her phone out. She can't get any signal. She can't call her boyfriend, Derek. Um, she said, I'd called him, I don't know how many times, and he's not answering. He hasn't called back. That's not normal. <clears throat> so she decides, she's telling him, she's like, I need to go check on him. It's only a couple of blocks away. The mom doesn't want her to go. <clears throat> and dad's like, it's okay. She'll be fine. And I would not let my kid walk out in a blizzard. No. no. I, that's what I put on my nose. I said the sister is allowed to just walk <clears throat> off into a blizzard by herself. I mean, when I, was like, a, when I was a kid, we walked down to my grandma's, but it was literally two houses down the little gravel road. Yeah. Like you couldn't see the edge of the yard. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. No. You'll be fine. There ain't no way. I'd have got overruled on that one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So they bundle her up and send her out to her death. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. That's crazy. I wrote on there, too, like, did she die? Like, did she really die? <coughs> oh, she did. I say you, she, she did. did. <laughs> so, <coughs> so Beth and I was walking out to her boyfriend's house. And I thought this was a really good scene, though. Yeah. She's walking out, and this is where, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the film, the ending of it. Come this here. is the spot that I was like, nobody's around, everybody's gone. And this is where when me and Carolyn first watched it, I was like, reminds me of a snow globe. I'm really surprised that like neither one of y'all was like, where's everybody at? Or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I assume they were just killed. <laughs> I honestly started thinking like the snowman that popped up mm-hmm. after the second one popped up. I thought the snowman are the people that are dying. Mm-hmm. And that would be cool. That's the first thing that I thought. So I thought maybe there's a snowman all over the place. Um, so as she's walking to her boyfriend's house, she finds a snowplow. And um, I, I think I'm in the right spot, ain't I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's walking. She sees. She sees that delivery truck first, I think. Yeah, the delivery truck. She's walking. And don't she hear? Does she hear Krampus? She hears something because it like it it's even, his chains, ain't it? It gets dark all of a sudden. I think she hears the bells. Okay, and then she looks over and she can see him on top of a roof, mm-hmm. and she's scared. Like she's just frozen in her spot. Like she don't know what to do. And then when she starts to take off running, then Krampus starts hopping to another roof. So like, I thought it was cool. Like she was running and he was running on the rooftops behind her. Yeah, that was a cool, neat little visual, scene. Yeah. yeah. So she, his his cloak made me think of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. Like the, his yeah. silhouette of it looks like the Beast. That's cool. Yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> so he he's chasing her on top of the rooftops. Like I said, she's in the uh, middle of the street running. Now she finds a snowplow, and she walks up. And she's like, "Help me!" And she starts to wipe the window. The hmm, that was the um, that was the delivery, the delivery truck. Oh, was it? So yeah. did she ever make it to the snowplow? She never found a snowplow. Oh, okay. She hit underneath the delivery truck. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. So she, de- yeah, she gets the delivery truck, wipes the windshield, and she sees the dude is frozen inside. Now, was he frozen, scared? Like, did he just stay in there? What? How would? What would you? That's what it looked like. Yeah. See, that's another reason I thought like the neighbors were just dead because like he wasn't part of the family, but he bit the dust. Right. So 
I just assumed, oh, the whole neighborhood screwed. Well, I feel, then, I feel like he got caught. Like, right when the little boy ripped everything up, it was He's like, oh. Casualty. Yeah. Well, was that, was that not the same one that delivered the stuff in yeah. the beginning? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So I'm like, so when I thought the snowman were the people dying, I thought, well, maybe the snowman for the first one was the delivery driver. And I was like, no. That snowman showed up first and then the delivery driver. I don't know. Well, as she's under the truck, <coughs> all of a sudden we see Krampus and he lands right in front of her. She covers her mouth, and so and which I'm like, well, he knows you're underneath there. He was, you know what I'm saying? And all you see is that he has hoofs for feet. And they're just kind of teasing his look. Like you said, when he was on the roofs, it was like more of a shadow figure. Yeah. And. So, and see, that's what I don't, that's the only design part of Krampus that I don't get. What? The hooves and the horns. But he's got the, like, jacked up Santa Claus face. So, uh, is it supposed to be like a mixture of the devil and Santa Claus? And I'm not being smart, like, I'm just asking, have you ever read the story of Krampus? Like, <laughs> legit, go back and do that and you'll figure it out. It's too much to explain. <laughs> Like, and I'm not being a wisecrack. I'm just being serious. Mm -hmm. uh, do your research, Randy. Yeah, gosh dang it. You knew he was going to do this movie. Done, done. <laughs> but, uh, going to bed. Krampus, like I said, he's right in front of her. And all of a sudden, he just flies up again. He disappears. Well, she turns around and looks behind her. And there's a little jack-in-the-box. And I don't remember what little theme it's playing, but it's playing something. The lid pops open, and instead of the thing hopping out, it just slowly starts creeping out. Right before you can see its face, it cuts to her. She sees it, screams, and then the camera <coughs> shot above the delivery truck, and it's just rocking back and forth. So, yeah, yeah I guess he's eating her. Oh, he ate her. He ate her good. He, that's how he got so big. I guess. Going, you know, later on. Well, it cuts to Tom asked Howard if he <coughs> if his Hummer can handle the weather. And it's funny because he's like, my Hummer, Hammer, Hammer, the weather? He's like, we can get out there right now on full tank. And he goes, I can take you all the way to be storming the beach and what do you say? Normandy. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, they're needing to go look for Beth. And his little brother, her little brother, um, Max, he's the one that comes down. He's like, Mom, Dad, it's dark. The weather's bad. And Beth still ain't back. So he's already got a bad feeling. So right before Tom and Howard take off, Omi stops Tom, which is Tom's mom, and she's begging him not to go. And he's like, Mom, I have to go get Beth. Everything's going to be all right, you know. It's another clue that Grandma knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So Tom and Howard are out, and they're looking for Beth. And they I don't know if they ever actually find the delivery truck, but they find the snowplow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Where did that come from? I don't know. Because it, it was on the same road the daughter was on. Well, they made the comment earlier that snowplows wasn't even moving. He's like, no cars on the road, no people, no snowplows. And then they come up with a snowplow. Well, they go up there and they realize the windshield <coughs> has been busted, busted up. And they're like, man, somebody must have had a wreck and flew out. And he's like, no, 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 look. He goes, it's busted inward. Mm -hmm. He says, something came through it. And all of a sudden, Howard's like, uh, get to the Hummer. And, they, and all of a sudden, they start getting all the guns out in the back. So it is a good thing Howard brought them guns. Yeah, big old shotgun. Pulled out that big yeah, so Magnum, it's the most powerful handgun in the world. Tom was like, "This gun's kind of heavy." He's like, "Yeah, that's Linda's or whatever." Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Howard 
Howard's character, or the character of Howard brought a lot to the movie. Like, and it, right when it started getting too serious, he'd pull it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. him, and, him and Aunt Dorothy were the, the two comedic reliefs. Mm -hmm. So back at home, uh, Linda and Sarah talking mm -hmm. about their mom. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 what would you say about this scene? Would you say more it was like just trying to get sympathy on... Because wasn't Linda kind of like... Uh, Saying mom liked you better, and I don't, know. I don't know. If, at first, it seemed like they were going to turn it into an argument, and then they both got sentimental. Yeah, they started talking about the. She said, "You kept everything." That was it. Yeah, and then she looks up at the angel on the top, and she's like, "I didn't know you had the angel." She's like, "Yeah," and then they started talking about how they used to fight, going over, you know, putting it on the tree and stuff like that. So, for a second, it seemed like Linda was fixing to get you know defensive because she had the angel. Mm -hmm. But then it's like they almost reeled it back in and it got real right. Like, I don't know. She made the comment. Mushy. Uh, she made the comment to Linda, like, <coughs> used to fight dirty. So I knew it was like, that's going to come into play later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had a she had a little moment where she Mama Bear come hulked in. out. Mm -hmm. Well, they hear something <coughs> on the roof and it's not just them two. When they hear it, squirrels. Yeah, it shows like the whole family, like, they're all looking up, like, what in the world? Is that what they say, squirrels? Yeah, that's what they say, it was squirrels. <coughs> Tom and Howard, they finally make it at Derek's house. And as they're walking through, they've realized, you know, something's been busted through there. Like, there's snow all in it. In I don't know house. how they didn't freak out as soon as they walked through the door. Right. Because as soon as you walked in, it the looks like... The fireplace is all cracked. Well, and everything's covered in frost. Mm -hmm. And icicles and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's the thing, too, like, with the neighbors... Uh, Clearly, Krampus had come down the chimney in that house. So, like, if nobody was there, why'd he come down the chimney in that house? I, that's what I'm saying. I think that, like, each one of those houses mm -hmm. are now in snow, snow globe. Yeah, See, I don't think they... <laughs> huh? <laughs> I was like, what you say? Spoiler again. <laughs> yeah, spoiler again. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that later. Well, I, no, well, the reason I'm saying is because, like, what, like I said, the only thing that got me about the snow globe thing... I didn't think the whole neighborhood was it. It was just the fact that, like I told Carolyn, I was like, the snowman, the house, and then how just all of a sudden it had gotten so deep and how there was constant, mm. like that. I was like, it was like somebody was doing this. Well, it's kind of hard not to. I was shaking my head. Like, like the snow globe, I really don't think is, is a spoiler because the cover of the movie well, is yeah. his hand on a snow globe. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, it obviously comes into play. But, uh, I mean, but that, but I think that's pretty neat because if that whole neighborhood <coughs> was. This kid ruined it for everybody, so yeah. Snow globe. Yeah. But, but his little Christmas wish or whatever is just for the family. So that's why yeah. I was like He doomed them all. Yeah. He done killed everybody in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh pitiful. Well, as they're walking through the house at Derek's house, they're looking they're hollering for Beth. Well, they see a gingerbread cookie and he's got a knife stabbed through him, uh, stuck on the fridge. And then all of a sudden, Derek looks down, and he's like, look, look. And he finds hoof prints in the snow in the house. And he's like, and Tom's like, w what can make that? And I, I can't remember what he said. I think he said something like. He said something about elk, elk or yeah. goat. He said well, what kind of goat stands up and walks around on his back legs right. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, we, they hear Beth screaming. <clears throat> they take off. Something grabs Howard under the ground. That's a gravoid. It's a Christmas gravoid. Yeah. And Tom shoots it. And he actually shoots it. And it takes off. 
So he yeah. didn't get penetration even with the elephant gun. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought he was through at that point. Like, we <coughs> kill him off early. Oh, Howard? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad they didn't because the movie would have been really boring <laughs> if Howard had died like it. He was <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Uh, Graboids. Graboids. Well, back in the house, Tom and Howard, they finally get there and they're trying not to scare everyone, but whatever had gotten a hold of him. I guess bit him or cut him. He said it must have been a bear trap under the snow. Yeah. Like, who would and, put a bear trap in there? Well, and don't Max say, we don't have bears around here. Yeah. You know, he calls them out on it. But what he's trying to, what they're both trying to do is, because Howard's actually flipping out at first, and Tom's like, hey, kids. Kids, you know. This is where I like where um, they're flipping out. The fire's starting to go down, and Omi tells Tom, keep the <coughs> fire hot. Yeah. Do not let that fire go down. So right there, you're no like, oh, okay. All right, now, what are you ain't telling us, Grandma? Right, right. Well, Tom, Sarah, Linda, and Howard, they're all talking about what they need to start, what they need to do. Like, they're trying to come up with a game plan. And I love it because Howard goes, he looks at his wife, Linda, and he's like, I told you we should have went to my brother's house. And Linda goes, Christmas at a pig farm? He goes, Jesus was born in a barn. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. Somebody call somebody? Mm -hmm. I thought I heard a uh, phone going off. Mm -hmm. But anyway, <coughs> they get a uh, they get alone for a minute, and how what's Howard? He's just sitting by himself, and Tom walks into the room, and this is the first time you see Howard show some compassion. Mm -hmm. He kind of looks at Tom, and he's like, "Hey," he's like, "I just want to say thanks for saving me out there." So I was like, "Oh, okay," and that's when you can tell there's something to kind of get along. You know? <coughs> Uh, Max and Tom, which is, you know, his pops, they're talking and he's like, dad, are we going to die? And he, he's hesitant. He's like, no, no, son, we're going, we're going to be all right. Like it caught him off guard. Yeah. Like, what he, do I say here? And he goes, Omi's acting <clears throat> weird. And she, I can't, oh yeah, she's over there by the fire and she's just making sure mm -hmm. she's constantly feeding the fire. And, I, you know, you said something about where that axe come from. I'm guessing that's where they just kept getting the wood. I guess so. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask that, too, because, like, they had everything boarded up like that. Like, where did they get Did yeah. they have pallets laying around somewhere? I right. Guess so. Well, this was another, like, hint number three that something was up with Grandma. He says she gets a little weird around Christmas. Yeah. He's like, mm, okay, that's strike three. What's up with Grandma? Right. What does she know that we don't? Well, I do like this uh, scene <coughs> next. It's. Everybody's getting ready. They're getting around the the fireplace, and they're all because the heat's out. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get warm, and they're all fixing to go to bed. And Tom and Howard are just kind of sitting there together by the window. And he's like, "I don't know what we do." And he goes, "Howard's like, we need to get some rest." He goes, "Let everybody calm down. We'll figure out a game plan in the morning." And Tom's like, "Okay." And he's like, "We need to keep watch." And Howard's like, "Go ahead." He goes, "You go ahead and go to bed first. And he goes. I'll keep watch. He's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'll stay up and I'll keep watch. And he's like, all right. And then it just cuts to Howard snoring, snoring, cutting logs. Yep. As soon as he said that too, I was like, this fool about to fall asleep. <laughs> Everybody is around each other. And, and there's first thing I said, they let the fire go out. Yep. And it cuts to, it cuts over to everybody's asleep and you see the fire, which, and it finally just, as soon as it, I mean, as soon as it goes out and a little puff of smoke happens, mm -hmm. then that's when everything starts going to hell. So as they're all sleeping there, all of a sudden you hear a chain 
drop in the fireplace. Because like I said, once that fire went out, it was done. And the chain is lower, and it's got a hook actually on the end of it. Big old hook. Looks like he's going fishing. And he's got a, I was about to say graham cracker. He's got a gingerbread man attached to it. Or female, sorry. Don't know what gender it was. It was a gingerbread man. It was a gingerbread man. Hey, a gender bread man. Do you think that's one of his that was stabbed on that refrigerator? Yeah, I do. I just thought about that. Yeah. Somebody was fighting back. <laughs> yeah. What? That'd be the sequel. Yeah. What happened in that house? <laughs> that's, that's what happened to Gingy from Shrek. <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> anyway, so the chain drops down and Howie <laughs> Jr., this little kid who don't say nothing in the whole movie. Smells of gingerbread. Yeah, I mean, wakes up out of a dead sleep. Cookie? Yeah. <clears throat> Gets up and goes over to the fireplace and sees the chain hanging there and sees the gingerbread man. Well, he walks over and he grabs the chain and he pulls his gingerbread man toward him and he smells it and all of a sudden he takes a big old bite out of the head. And as he looks and he, as he takes it away from his mouth, looks at gingerbread man, he's looking at him, all of a sudden gingerbread man's like, ah, and just starts flipping out because he just bit his head. Now, did the chain wrap around him? No, he, he was running it around him. Yeah. Who, the gingerbread man was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he hopped down and ran around him, huh? I think he was just like running circles like like mid-body. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And he's hooking Howie Jr. up, and everybody wakes up, and all they see is him, his feet going up in the um, <laughs> fireplace, kicking. And Sarah, get, Sarah runs up. She grabs a hold of it. She's trying to pull him back down, and by the time she gets into the actual fireplace, all she sees is the bottom of his feet going up the fireplace. And doesn't a gingerbread man come down and like look at her and scream at her? Yeah, while he's got a hold of the same. Oh, okay, man, starts screaming at her, and she starts flipping out. (laughs) And of course, Howard wakes up and he's like, "Howie!" And all of a sudden, boom, Howie gone, Jack. He did. That That kid didn't do nothing but eat. And stare at people the whole movie. Yeah. And the only thing you heard in his voice was him screaming up that daggum fireplace. I wonder when his audition, if they're like, don't say a word, just, just stare at us. Just stare at us. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, I'd do a movie, just do that, you know? Shoot. How much money did he make? He had a full, like, half chicken on a fork earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He went to uh, Dolly Parton Stampede. <laughs> no, he had a fork. Huh? He had a fork. Oh, yeah. Well, they give you forks now. Oh, do they really? Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Blasphemous. I guess I'm going to have to go and find out for myself. (coughs) So anyway, quickly after it's all said and done, Omi gets over there and she lights the fireplace back up. And uh, (coughs) I don't know. I can't remember. I got it wrote down here, but I wrote down it's all your fault. Now he's coming for all of us. I don't know who who said it and why they said it. uh, Because this is before Omi tells the story. What's his name? Uh... Uh, <coughs> the one that fell asleep, the dad, Howard. Yeah. He said, I fell asleep. It was my fault. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, now, finally, Omi's like, no, it's nobody's fault. She starts speaking English. Yeah. And it's funny because soon she starts speaking English, Aunt Dorothy's <coughs> like, English, I knew it, you know. And Omi starts telling the story. She's like, it all happened when and... Go ahead, Chris. I know you got something to say about the the look of it. No, they just went into like uh, like a claymation backstory. Like, yeah, it was like an old school Christmas cartoon. It was the uh, uh, Corpse's Bride. No, yeah, like no. Tim Burton. Yeah, um, the the Frankenstein. Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff. No. Oh yeah, uh, Frankenstein. 
corpse bride, uh, Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie. That's hey, what man. it reminded me of. Yeah. But yeah, it looked like a straight up Tim Burton thing. Which... But I did like it because the first time I saw it, that's the first thing I thought of was not Tim Burton, but I thought of, uh, <coughs> oh, it's like the old school Rudolph and stuff. You yeah, know, Santa Claus yeah. coming to town, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, she tells a story pretty much that back in her, I'm going to say Germany. I don't know where she's from. I think, it, I think it's Germany. But, like, they're handing out, like, loaves of bread. And when she turns around with it, you know, she's a little girl. These strangers just start taking it from her. They're all fighting. And she's like, they lost the meaning of Christmas. And she said, even at home, I thought it was different, but it wasn't. And it shows her mom and dad fighting. And she's got this, like, little stuffed Santa Claus. She hands it to her mom, and her mom rips it in half and just throws it down. Talk about a douche. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, even my parents in my own home lost the Christmas spirit. And she's like, and that's when I officially lost it myself. And she throws the Santa Claus in the fireplace. <clears throat> what shows her as a little girl in bed. And, of course, she heard Krampus coming through the house. And it shows the silhouette of Krampus. And she tells about how him and his demons or whatever, his little, well, I don't know what, what you would call them. Minion. Henchmen. What, he said, she said, I heard them misfit toys. Yeah. <laughs> said, I heard them taking uh, my mom and dad away, taking them to the, what did they say? The underworld. Mm-hmm. Pretty much taking them to hell. She said, I just waited there. I knew I was next. And it shows Krampus' shadow looking at her. And all he does is wink at her. And then it shows he's back up the chimney. She goes to the chimney. And all of a sudden, this little Christmas ball rolls out. And it says Krampus on it. But I thought it was a cool shot. The claymation thing picks up the little Krampus ball and then it fades into her actual hand. Yeah, and she's holding it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I kind of like the look of those little Christmas balls. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I want to get some of those for a real Christmas tree. But it's funny after she says it, (coughs) a few of them sitting there tearing up. Like, they're emotional over it. Even Aunt Dorothy's tearing up. Mm -hmm. And Howard, he's like, and I thought I was out of my (laughs) mind. You know, he was like, come on. Like, he ruined that whole little sentimental moment there, you know. And he's like, are y'all really going to buy this? You know, he don't believe any of that. What did he say? Uh, Next thing she's going to be talking about her Easter bunny coming to kill us yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A that's rabid the, Easter bunny. That's the, uh, that's the, the spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Howard's like, we got to go and get Howie Jr. and Beth. And he starts to go outside, and they're trying to beg him not to go outside. He pulls a gun, actually, on Tom. And Tom's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He throws his hands up. He's like, Tom, I'm really starting to like you. And he's like, but this is what I got to do. And he opens the door, and now there's all these snowmen, like tons of them. And And it looks like they're getting closer to the door. Mm -hmm. And there's a little Howie Jr. snowman. Yeah. That's when I asked you, like, if each snowman, like, represented somebody in the house. I don't know. and Because didn't he have the hat and the scarf on like Howie? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. I may be wrong. But uh, now all of a sudden you start seeing these little creatures running behind the snowmen. And they're all flipping out. They hurry up and shut the door. And Sarah turns around. She's like, don't open the door. Excuse me. Well, then it cuts to now December 24th. And it's Stevie and Jordan. That's their sister's name, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Max and Omi. And they're all sitting in the living room. And and, Dorothy. uh, Dorothy. And Stevie asks Omi. She's like, what if we've been good and... All year, and we leave out milk and cookies. And Omi starts speaking her language or whatever, and Max is like, it's not about being good. It's about what you believe if you've lost the Christmas spirit. And she's like, is there any way to stop them? 
And Omi starts to say something. She's like, what did she say? And Aunt Dorothy's like, we're effed. And it's funny because Omi goes, eh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You know? <coughs> well, Linda cuts to her. She grabbing gifts and she's taking them upstairs. And she's trying to wrap the gifts because um, was a tree on fire? Yeah, the tree caught fire during uh, the whole escapade yeah, with Howard Jr. One of the logs got kicked out of the fireplace. So Linda's upstairs wrapping gifts, and she's trying to make it look nice because she's, you know, she's like, I want to make it look good for the kids. While she's wrapping it, all of a sudden she hears music coming from one of the presents. And right before she starts to open the present, Sarah walks up. She's like, Linda. She goes, we need to talk. And she's like, can it wait? She goes, I want to make the gifts look good for the kids. And she's like, no, come downstairs. Cuts to Jordan and Stevie. They're walking upstairs. They've got a flashlight because, of course, electricity's out. And they're arguing. They're like, I can't believe you can't go to the bathroom by yourself. And they're like, well, Aunt Dorothy clogged up the toilet downstairs. <laughs> they're starting to go into the bathroom. And then all of a sudden they hear, I guess it sounded like Beth. Beth's voice coming. To, and she's like, Stevie? And she's like, Beth, is that you? And she goes, uh, what are you doing up there? She's like, come up here and find out. And she's like, uh, everybody's been flipping out, wanting to know where you was at. And they go upstairs, which is stupid. Going up to the attic. Like these parents and grandparents are horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's not a horror movie unless somebody walks upstairs. Well, Tom, Linda, and Sarah go upstairs. <coughs> or actually, Tom, Linda, and Sarah are, are down there with Aunt Dorothy. And they're like, where's the girls at? And she's like, she had, they had to go to the bathroom. And they're like, and they just let, you just let them go? And she's like, what, other, what was my other option? Well, finally, Tom, Linda, and Sarah start to go upstairs because they hear the girls start screaming. And Howard, Max, Omi, and Dorothy are going to sit, and the baby, are going to stay downstairs. And Tom's like, come on, let's go. Uh, they go upstairs, they go up to the attic, and they find all the boxes that she was fixing to unwrap are all busted. Something's busted out of them now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, Howard hears something in the kitchen. And this, this whole little escapade right here is, it's like back forth, back forth between each group. Howard's going into the kitchen because he heard some uh, some stuff falling. So as he's walking in there with his shotgun, it's funny. He walks in there and he gets halfway and he looks over at his dog. Uh, what's the dog's name? Rosie. Rosie. He's like, Rosie. He's like, come here. That dog set up so <laughs> just went and took off the other way. Like like, yeah. Nope. He's like, uh, what do he say? He's like, good for nothing turd. No, worthless, worthless turd. turd. Yeah, worthless turd. Rosie said dog don't die in this movie. Um. Well, as he goes into the kitchen, we see a gingerbread house, and you see a little gingerbread man pop up, and he laughs, and all of a sudden, it cuts to uh, Linda, Sarah, and Tom, and they're back upstairs in the attic, and they finally hear the jack-in-the-box music. Well, as they go to turn, they see this huge jack-in-the-box, and he's literally putting the rest of Jordan's feet in her in its mouth. Like He just ate that whole kid. To me, that was one of the creepiest looking things of the whole movie. Yeah, that part was like, <coughs> they really just ate that kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was another, there's another movie I remember of this creepy figure eating a kid, and I don't remember the name of the movie for nothing. But that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll remember at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'll call you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, so it cuts to now, it cuts back to <laughs> Howard. And he's in the kitchen. All of a sudden, these gingerbread men come out. I know where there's three of them. 
They shoot him in the and They leg. shoot him in the back of the leg with these nail guns. Oh, his leg been tore up. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Was it the same leg? Yeah. I think. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, it shoots him like, I think it hits him four times. He falls to the ground and turns around and realizes these gingerbread men are shooting at him. He start hitting, he starts flipping out. It was at this point when I knew this movie was meant to be some kind of a comedy. Oh, yeah. Because these gingerbread men were dancing around this daggum nail gun and laughing and giggling. And I was like, yeah. Now it's a comedy. Well, it cuts, up, it cuts back upstairs. And as they're, uh, this freaking jack-in-the-box thing is screaming at them, this demon angel comes out of nowhere and starts attacking Sarah. Then this teddy bear starts attacking Linda. And then this, I don't know what the robot thing was. But it comes and it starts actually stabbing like Tom in the back a or demon. poking him or whatever. The, the presence, I mean, that's what they busted out of. Yeah. <clears throat> was that stuff that came out of the Krampus bag that yeah. they brought yeah. in? Yeah. Because, like, the angel looking thing, I asked if that was the tree topper that she said, oh, yeah, I thought mom threw it away or lost it or whatever. No, that when they said that bag, uh, when, when they, they brought that bag, bag in, yeah. that was the Krampus bag. Yeah, they emptied the bag and put them around the tree. Because when Krampus, later on when he comes in, mm -hmm. he didn't have the bag with him. And that's what he does. He reaches over and grabs it. Okay. I didn't know if that was stuff. <coughs> like he had turned their stuff or yeah. if it was stuff that came out of the bag. Because I sure thought that angel thing was like that tree topper that they were just talking about like earlier in the movie. But This is my favorite scene of the whole movie. As they're all getting attacked by the teddy bear and by the demon angel. And that demon angel dude ain't playing no joke. <coughs> it wraps freaking lights around Sarah's neck and goes over the... It licks her ear. Yeah, it's licking her ear, her but wet willy. <laughs> what's it do? It, it pulls her over a, a board and oh, starts yeah. like a cross beam yeah, or something. Yeah. Like yeah, and starts hanging Sarah. And pretty, that was pretty rough. Yeah, her face was all swollen, like mm -hmm. veiny. <laughs> it, if it wouldn't have been a comedy, that would have been a, like a really good. Oh yeah. Well, it cuts to now. Like I said, the chaos is going everywhere. Gingerbread men are. Still shooting his nail gun, and he's and Howard actually has a board up, like a cutting board, mm -hmm. and like, what was it? They only shot it like three times, and then when it cut back, it's got like the whole thing is filled up with. Yeah. He throws it down because they run out of uh, nails, and he sees that there's a candle lit behind him, like a little uh, lantern. Lantern. Thing. Yeah. yeah. He takes his <laughs> shotgun, and he shoots it, and it gets all three of them. But it's funny because it made it look like a big explosion, like from an uh, action movie. They start rolling around on fire. <laughs> yeah, they fall on the ground. So you, one of them starts to stop dropping and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> as they're on fire, uh, one of them, I, one of them actually fell to pieces. The other two get up, and he's because he made a, he commented to one of them, or he made a comment. He was like, "You sons or whatever." Mm -hmm. Two of them get up and they start running toward him, and he shoots one of them. And then the other one grabs an actual uh, candy, candy cane. Sharp candy cane. Yeah. And he's on fire still. And he just runs and he dives in slow motion. He's going to stab Howard. That's the other picture. Yeah. <laughs> that picture you were talking about. Yeah. With the cat. That's the one I, re I remember seeing that too. But I like it because it's slow motion and Howard's face is like playing <coughs> it so good. Like he's scared to death. All they had to do was have the no. Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts back to the gingerbread man fixing to stab him. It cuts to Howard and all of a sudden you hear... <laughs> And like the music stops everything, and then you can hear, barely hear it smacking. And he, he's got his eyes shut because he was ready for it. He opens his eyes, and there's Rosie just sitting there eating the. He's like, "Good girl," yeah. <laughs> like that. Rosie saved the day. That was my favorite. That was my favorite sh uh, thing of the whole movie. The dog should have. They made a reference to 
the dog crapping in the bed early in the movie. Yeah. You should have went and just took a dump on that little gingerbread man that was on fire. <laughs> or pissed on him. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> uh, so anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, as they're up there fighting, like I said, the bear has uh, what is um, Linda down. Linda looks over and sees that her daughter, Stevie, is still laying there. She's all wrapped up in Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. The jack-in-the-box creature, the clown in the th- box, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call him. He's trying to get through a vent, and he can't fit. He's got halfway in there, but he can't get the rest of his body because he just had a kid. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. It's like a snake. Yeah. <clears throat> so Linda sees her kid, and all of a sudden she goes full mama bear mode. She hooked out. She she throws the bear off of her, grabs like an icicle, stabs the bear in the eye. The green grab, goo starts. Yeah, ugh. grabs the axe, cuts the uh, uh, the lights that are holding Lind- or Sarah up. <coughs> that's hanging her. Yep. Cuts that. So now and then she hits the uh, angel with it. The robot that is stabbing. Tom, she runs by, and it's funny because it's like this big action scene. Mm-hmm. She runs, hits the robot off of Tom, and then finally she just starts storming over there toward the I must, that big, huge clown in the box. And she's what she say? Uh, Give me back my daughter, you fudger. I she said fudger. She yeah. said yeah. She said fudger. And she swing and she picks that axe <laughs> up, and right when she swings it, he gets his body through the vent. And she goes over and wakes up Stevie, and Stevie wakes up. So, Linda saved the day at that moment. There's some big old vents in that house. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but then the, vent, the vents in the kitchen where the gingerbread came out of mm-hmm. were, like, really little. Yeah. Well, it cuts back to uh, Max, and all of them are down in the living room. And they're, you know, they're all back down, and they're trying to get everything uh, situated. And they're like, what's in the vents? They can hear it. And she's like, it's trying to get out. It's flipping out. And Tom's like, well, I've boarded up all the exits. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Rosie's over there scratching at the vent. Max <coughs> goes over there and goes, get her, girl. And Rosie takes off running. I'm guessing, I mean, it sounded like she put up a fight, Rosie, but then I'm guessing she got eight. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. You I, mean, I don't think you seen her after that. <coughs> huh? Mm-hmm. I thought he was going, like, when they fell down, I thought that Jack in the Box thing was going to, like, spit her head out or something. <laughs> well... That would have been rough. All of a, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, the ceiling collapses. The big jack-in-the-box lands in the living room with everybody. The angel's there. The bear's there. And that robot thing. And, and Dorothy goes commando. Yeah. <clears throat> she, <clears throat> did she. I don't remember if they threw the shotgun to her. Or did she just pick it up? Yeah, she picked it up. That's what it was. I didn't remember. So Dorothy picks up the shotgun, and she's like, you know, she's had enough. This reminded me of the scene in Mr. Deeds when she started fighting Winona Ryder Mm -hmm. in the restaurant, where she just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's time to go, baby. (laughs) She grabs a shotgun, and she's one-shotting this stuff. She shoots a bear. She shoots a little angel, and she aims the the robot. Well, then she aims the shotgun at the -the jack-in-the-box. And then she just kind of pauses for a second, and then Thomas is like, finish it, or mm-hmm. do it, or finish yeah. it, or something like that. Well, she goes to, to do it, and then, what was it? She's yeah. like, with pleasure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with pleasure. And, um, oh, what happened? 
with the um the elves they just <clears throat> they busted in the window or something? Yeah, they busted in the... I don't remember if it was like a sound or... Yeah, right before... Uh, she turns around to the window and says, <coughs> like, what the hell? The, sound goes, like the sound goes off and the big jack-in-the-box starts clapping. Yeah. And uh, when she and then, turns around, the Omi goes, elves. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, sh- boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then... <clears throat> so these elves, and these are the ones that reminded me of the trolls off of the troll movie. Mm-hmm. They uh they come in and yeah like you was talking about that Jack in the Box is just sitting there clapping like he's Hercules, being saved. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> so these elves come in and pretty much just start rounding everybody up. They tied a chain around Aunt Dorothy. They had that whole family pinned against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> they they tied a chain around the Jack in the Box, I guess, to pull him out of there. Uh, they take the baby, little Chrissy. Was it Chrissy? Yes, mm-hmm. Chrissy was her name. So they take Chrissy, and it's it's funny because Aunt Dorothy's like, "I'll see you on hell," and then the chain just whips her right out of the house. <laughs> they uh, but the sound she makes, she's like, "Ah!" The uh, they wrap the chain around the Jack in the Box, and they go to pull it out. Well, then Howard jumps on the Jack in the Box as it's being pulled out of the house, and he goes with it. Um, Linda's looking around for the baby, can't find the baby. Well, one of the elves picks the baby up, and takes it out the window. Like the labyrinth. <laughs> you remind me of a babe. I'll edit that out. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. <coughs> so now they've got... Um, everybody is pretty much like... I don't know. They're all stunned. Because all these weird elves. Yeah, they just literally took them out one by one. And while the other family was pinned against the wall. So after all the elves done ran out of the house, Tom's like, "We gotta get everybody out of the house." So now he's gathered up the whole family. <clears throat> They're going out the door. Well, as everybody gets out of the door, Omni or Omi, 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 she's standing at the door. And what does she say? Be good. Be good. Yeah. And then she goes to close the door. So Thomas is like, he's trying to get back in, and he's like, she's gonna fight him. You know, or uh, uh, Max is like, he, she's going to fight him for us. Wasn't much of a fight. <laughs> no. So Krampus, so she goes back into the No, loop. she says, she, he don't say she wants to fight him. He says uh, she wants to face him. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So she goes back into the living room where the fireplace is. <clears throat> and then you get Krampus coming down the fireplace. And it does the big crack right above the fireplace. First time we get to see him. And it looks, it starts looking exactly how the house looked over uh, Derek's house mm-hmm. when they went over there. The fireplace just kind of splits open. <coughs> yeah, this is the first time you actually see him up close. And he kind of walks up to Omi, and uh, they're face to face. And he kind of, he licks her, doesn't he? Doesn't he stick his tongue he, out? He stuck his tongue out. I don't know if he actually licked her. <coughs> so he's, uh, he reaches over. Grabs the bag, the red bag that was delivered to the house. Santa's sack. Yeah. And he just kind of brings it over to her and opens it up. She kind of looks over and there's just a bunch of toys and they just jump on me. And then it kind of just goes black. So now we've got all the family are going. Um, trying to get to the snow plow. Trying to get to the snow plow. And this is when the Christmas grab boys come into play. They never even showed those <coughs> things, I don't guess, unless it was one of those... 
Jack in the Box all stretched out or something. I don't know. That's mm. what I kind of thought at first, but it may have been. Yeah, I thought they was gonna show what that thing looked like, like it was gonna come up out the snow. Nope, <clears throat> they're subterranean. <clears throat> I wonder what that was <laughs> under the thing, because it was even getting the elves too. Yeah, it was a graboid. Unless that was the elves doing it. I don't know. You'd trip out if you seen Bert standing on a roof with a sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of there. <laughs> so, now that the family's out in the actual uh, snow, they're fighting to get to the snow plow. And did you see how deep the snow was now? Yeah. It was like knee deep or more. Yeah. Well, they're getting there, and Tom is, he's kind of <laughs> facing backwards and shooting these things that are coming toward him. He wasn't at first. He was up in the front, and then he went around to the back. Told them to keep going. Yeah, and pretty much he's being—he's sacrificing himself. He tells his family to go, and they're, of course Sarah and Max are tearing up, and he's like, go, just go. And he just keeps firing until eventually he just runs out of bullets. And it's funny because he kind of looks up, and he, he's, you know, you can see he's tearing up, and he's just kind of like, <sighs> like, takes that breath, like, I know I'm gone. It drags him under, gets him. Well, now all we got left is Linda and Sarah and Stevie and Max. And they're still trying to get to the snowplow. All of a sudden, Linda gets uh, taken halfway down. And Stevie's trying to get her. You know, she's screaming, Mom. <coughs> Sarah gets Stevie and Max in a snowplow. She goes to reach for Linda. Linda gets taken under. Well, then finally, Sarah looks over at Max. Max is crying, screaming. And she just says, I love you. Boom, boom, she gets taken. I'm like, golly, it's just dropping like flies. Bro. Right? And the thing I'm thinking is they're going to hell. That's the way I was taking it. Yeah. Well, like, it's taking them, them to the underworld. Yeah, like after you see that next scene, I figured it was taking them back to that pit. But the pit yeah. comes up later, so I don't know. Uh, well, Max <laughs> and Stevie, they're in the snowplow. They're trying to get it going. And the elves all of a sudden surround the snowplow. And they're trying to get both of them. Well, they get Stevie out easy. Max is fighting one of them. And when he knocks one off, they took Stevie. The elf falls into the snow and sucks him underneath the snow. Well, now Max gets out and he's yelling for Stevie. He's trying to save her. And finally, out of nowhere, Krampus shows up. And he finally is face-to-face -face with Krampus. And all Krampus does is look at him and he gives him a bell. Well, he drops on the ground. He was wrapped in his oh, letter. yeah. His, yeah, and the bill was wrapped in his shredded letter that he... Yeah, he dropped it down. Max picks it up, realizes it's his letter. And I thought that was cool that he used it for, like, wrapping paper. Yeah. And then it's the bell. And don't Max tell him, he's like, uh, please let, uh, let me take it back or something like that, or I'm sorry. I can't remember if he... I don't even know if he says anything at this moment. When he, I don't think he does here. He runs okay. after him, which... Where did the pit come up at? Because he just ran, like, down when the he road threw, He threw the ball. Or he threw the uh, that, bell. So, after he after he does that, <coughs> it just cuts to... Now they're out. He's, you can see the fire getting lit. Okay. This is where Max is trying to make his way to him. And you see all the elves, and you see Krampus' yep. little reindeer... Rams, and he sees that they they got uh, Stevie and they're these elves are they're dragging him up there and Krampus is just sitting up there, and this is where Max is like hey ayo, <laughs> and he turns around and he goes uh, give me back my family and he throws and he the says, ball I, I take it back I take it all back yeah and he throws that the ball the Christmas ball, 
it lands right in front of Krampus and it goes under the ground. Well, that's when the ground starts cracking and that's where the pit comes up. Uh, Matt or Max gets up there and of course he's tearing up and he's like, take me instead. He's like, I just want my family back. Take me instead. And he starts crying. Well, Krampus sticks his hand out. And I did. I ain't gonna lie. When I first saw this, I was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be cheesy. Like yeah. he picked a tear up. And I thought he was going to be like, oh, he really means it. I like that the fact that he put the tear on his finger and then he just starts doing his little evil laugh. laugh. And he's like, take me instead. And they throw, he turns around and looks and all the elves are laughing and they throw Stevie into the fire pit. And it's funny because he's like, I'm sorry. Like he's being, all of a sudden, Kramer just grabs him by his head and he's like, nope, just picks him up. He grabs him like a basketball. Like a claw claw machine. machine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He hangs him over the thing, and he's like, I'm sorry. And Krampus just laughs and is like, see ya. Krampus like, I don't give up. And just lets him go. <laughs> and, of course, he's going into the pit. And, of course, Randy looks at me and goes, it's it, a freaking dream, man. It, it better not be a freaking dream. Uh, well, it cuts to now. It's, as he's falling into the pit, it just cuts to uh, <coughs> white. And it says December 25th. And Max wakes up in his bed, and he falls out of the bed, don't he? Mm-hmm. And it's all bright. Everything looks nice. He, he gets, yeah, normal. And uh, actually, I don't consider it normal, and I'll tell you why. He gets up, and he goes over to his little calendar, and he opens the 25th door, and it shows like... Exactly. Well, whatever. Like an old school St. Nick or something. Yeah. Nickel. <laughs> he walks downstairs, and Max sees everybody around the fireplace. This is why I said it ain't normal, because he... All of a sudden, Beth comes around. She's like, we've been waiting for you to get up. And then uh, Howard's like, hey, big guy. He goes, he's wondering if the sugar plum fairies got you. And I was like, yeah, see, that's not. No, I meant his room looked normal. Okay, well, yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. No, nothing about like, that situation was normal like except was, for Aunt Dorothy being hungover. Yeah. Like they were friendlier. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was getting along <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, he says, you're all alive. And they're like, barely, you know. He goes over steps between his mom and dad. They're handing out all the gifts, and uh, they give Max his gift. And I think he even hugged his mom. And she's like, "What's that for?" Or something. And he's just like, "I just, I just love everyone. I love y'all." He opens the gift, and it's the Krampus bell. And as soon as he opens it, he looks at it. Everybody's emotions like stop, and they all just stare at the bell, and they're all like freezes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so much interpret you can interpret on this part. To me, it was almost like, bam, now they realize... Everybody remembered it. Every- yes. Yeah, and like, was that, did yeah. that really happen? Like, like, at first it was like, Max woke up and he's like, <clears throat> okay, it was just a dream. Mm-hmm. Then he got the bell and he was like, oh, it's not a dream. And then it was like, everybody else stopped and froze and they're like, okay, what's really going on? Because now we remember this. And I'm wondering now, like, are they going to have to relive it? Over and over, or something like that, or if they just know we're stuck here, yeah, which wouldn't be a bad thing. Me, stuck in just Christmas, <laughs> but anyway, so they stop and freeze, and he even looks at even Omi looks at him, and the way her face looks is just, just kind of like, I don't know, you're like, you I don't messed up, hey, hey, yeah, <laughs> she's just kind of like, it's almost like she knows already. And as the camera's panning out, like I said, you can just see this blank look on everybody. They're all just kind of looking. Some's looking at the ball. Some's looking out the window. And as the camera comes out of the house, all of a sudden you see it like shake, like it's coming out of glass. Yeah. I love it. 
Because now you see their house is in a snow globe and Krampus is setting it on the uh, shelf. And as the camera keeps panning, Krampus is out of the way. You see their house. Well, you see all these houses. They're like thousands. Yes. And now they realize that, we realize that their house is a (coughs) snow globe forever. Forever. (laughs) That was a dope way to end it. Yeah. I love the snow globe. When you said something about it, is this a dream? I got pissed because I was like, back when I played Super Mario 2. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of all of it, he's dreaming. And I was like, man, he's dreaming this whole freaking game. Like, I don't know why. I just got so pissed as a kid playing that. And then you said that, and I was like, no, this couldn't be a dream or something. Well, when I said it's a dream, it, it's going to be a dream. And I looked over at yeah. Johnny, and he shook his head. And I was like, <clears throat> lying. <laughs> I thought This kid wakes up in his bed. I'm going to punch somebody in the face. And I did. I thought it, I thought that was a neat little <coughs> twist to it. I liked mm-hmm. it. I a really snow globe. It. I loved the end of it. So, it's, to me, it's almost like, okay... You want it to be like it used to be. It's going to be yeah, that way. Like but, forever. But, right. And that was it. That was the end of Krampus. So, it's time for the pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Hey, we didn't do the thing one time in this whole episode. What? I'm not going to do it because then we do it, you know. Nah. Yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> so, nah. who wants to go first? You go first. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I knew y'all was gonna do this. So y'all can critique. You've seen it multiple times. All right. Because you may mention something that I forget. Chris don't know how to read it, so he's like, "Let me see how y'all do." Yeah, we'll see how y'all do it first. Okay. I'm gonna just flat out say I enjoy this movie. Uh, it's a fun watch. It's something that you don't take seriously. I think I love the look of the film. I like that they gave a backstory to it. I would like to hear. I would like to see how the origins of Krampus came. Like, was he just a regular dude and got Kurt? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you read the backstory online, that would be a cool movie. Uh, I love the look <coughs> of Krampus. I thought the acting was good, even though some of it was uh, not. It was meant to be cheesy. I thought everybody acted really good, but as far as the movie itself. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I recommend you to watch it and put it in your collection. I enjoy it that much. Uh, And I'm going to give it a B. That is my rating. Hmm. Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) No, I liked it. Uh... Again, this is my first time seeing it, too. Uh, I thought Krampus was going to be in it a little more, to be honest with you. His little minions were in it a lot more than he was. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it was kind of like a build-up, because you just kind of see his feet or like a silhouette off in the distance, which is cool. But yeah, I thought he was going to, I guess, play a bigger part in what he did. Uh, the question I had, when she kept saying, uh, keep the fire going... Mm-hmm. Is that just keep him out? Yep. So if they would have done that through Christmas, would it have been all over and they'd have survived? That's the way I took it. That's what I kind of thought. But they didn't really touch on that. You figured if she knew <coughs> a little more about the situation, having lived through it and whatnot. You'd think she'd have stayed up and kept that fire going. Yeah, right. But that's what that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, if the fire would have just kept going and they'd have made it through the 25th, like, well, it's over. Because you, you lived. The only reason I say that is because when they broke in to take Dorothy, 
<coughs> the first thing that elf did was threw uh, snow on the fire. Yeah. So that's what I was wondering. Well, no, uh, and I, it has to go back to how he he has to enter that way. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to ask too. I guess that's the only way into yeah. the the house. Yeah. Since he's Santa's shadow, mm -hmm. you say. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Uh, it'll be something I'll, I'll probably watch next year with like Heather closer to Christmas or something. Let her check it out. Uh, and we do F, D, D plus, C, C plus. So it's that way. B, B plus. It's like a report card, basically. Yeah. No, A minuses and all that crap. We don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it... <coughs> I say I guess I'll give it a, a B because like I said I'll, I'll rewatch it. So do you recommend a one-time watch or do you recommend hey no. when we say add it to your collection <laughs> it's just one of those it's a fun movie <coughs> to watch. Yeah, it's it's worth adding to the collection. Yeah, like I said I, I dug it. Cool. I just have questions. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I, I do like that, mm -hmm. and just like with the whole ending, I like the ending, but it makes you think. Now, do they have to relive that night? Or do they have to just have the agony of sticking with each other the rest of their life, you know? <coughs> All right, Randy. Thought it was terrible. Hated the movie. Couldn't stand it. How many no, times are you going to do this? Right. Um, you must be watching Titans game, I guess. Oh! <laughs> nope. Watching Office. Anyways. <laughs> um, no, it was the first time I watched it. Like you said, wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was, I didn't know that it was going to be a uh, comedy, horror comedy or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it was more of, I, I, the, the comedy in it was more comedic relief. Like it wasn't, <coughs> there wasn't whole scenes devoted and there wasn't like one character that was always just like funny, funny, funny the whole time. Right. It was just like there were moments when, and it was mainly Howard and Aunt Dorothy. That were the two that were always the comedic relief. And they would pop up when you wanted to just kind of liven it up or whatever. Um, I thought it was good. I, I, I like the music. How it was Christmas music, but they also made it, they like blended it with like horror music. They slowed it down. They slowed it down. Yeah. They hit some minor notes and stuff like that. I, I, I like that a whole lot. Like we were talking about with Santa Slay. When he was killing and chasing people, it was straight Christmas music. Yeah. There was nothing like horror about it. Right. This one, they actually put that horror tone to it. Right. <coughs> which I which I really like. Especially with Krampus supposed to be Santa's shadow, so it's still Christmas. Mm -hmm. But it's a different it's a different kind of Christmas. Um I'm like you though. Apparently in 2018 there was a Krampus Origins. I wanna see Origins. I wanna see how that is. Um Oh, they made another one? It's probably a straight to D V D one. Uh, yeah, this yeah. one came out in theaters. Yeah. That one probably straight. They got so many Krampuses now that I, I don't even watch them because I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't come out in theaters, it's usually, you know. Sometimes. There is some movies well, that come straight to DVD or digital that's good. Well, now everything's going straight to HBO Max. <coughs> but um, I did enjoy it. I, I really did. And my favorite part, honestly, was the end with the snow globe. Cool. The, the, the snow globe, it kind of... It was different. Yeah. It was the bad guy won. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he won in a in an awesome way where right. he put everything in the actual snow globe itself, um, which I thought was really cool. Are those fish over there eating something? You got a mouse. Oh, hey. Yeah. Don't tell Lauren. 
Um, Good thing she didn't listen to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was really cool how they put the whole thing in the snow globe and then it showed all the snow globes. Mm. It reminded me of like an evil hall of snow globes from the Santa Claus movies. I thought mm. it was really cool. Um, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. It's one of those ones that I could definitely watch again. Cool. Um, and I'm gonna give it a B plus. Really? I'm gonna give it a B plus. I did not expect you to give it a B plus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a B plus. I really liked it. So I thought it was cool. I, I think that's pretty neat that all three of us are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you said you would watch it again with Heather, especially. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it again for sure. Uh, and see, we normally do watch that around Christmas time. Oh, yeah. I remember when first time me and Carolyn watched it after it was over. It was almost like Santa's sleigh. She was like, I really enjoyed that. And I was like, I know, it was totally something different. So, Well, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear that. We, I was really, I can't wait till the time we watch a movie and we totally disagree on it. Because <laughs> you know how heated we get. But, well, that was our review of Krampus. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, I know the New Year's coming up. Uh, what is t- today? <coughs> this episode. Yeah, but this episode drops the 31st. Uh, just remember, you guys, have a good time on New Year's, but be safe. Yes, be, be responsible. Safe. Do not get out, drink, and drive because people's got loved ones out there, too. You know, they got families on the road traveling to see each other. Have fun, but make it home. Yeah, make it make it home safe. Uh, but before we sign off, January 2022, that whole month is based, or we're focusing on... What was it? Um, I know we're doing the... Uh, yeah, but what is it called? The uh, review. Yellow Brick Road? You said Yellow Brick Road. Yellow Brick, I don't know if that's coming up. Yeah, we're going to do Yellow Brick Road <coughs> and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. Request. That Request. Good, or recommendations. Yeah. That's what we're coming on to do that one with y'all? Well, I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get the pulling man to come on. He, he said he would, but it's just with the work and stuff, we're trying mm-hmm. to get... Get our schedules on there, but and be prepared because the first twenty minutes are probably going to be him explaining why Black Christmas is such a great movie. But it's, it's hot garbage. It's, <laughs> it is like hot, like like furnace, like cranked up, extra propane. But yeah, that's our and uh, is it January when we want to go watch Scream and do that one too? Yeah, I forgot okay. about that. Yeah, it comes out the twenty second. Heck, I don't know something like that. Yeah, I guarantee you they're going to go after Sidney Prescott. <laughs> hey, the the thing that I seen was a picture of a whole bunch of people and it said the killer is on this this picture. Well, duh. And, and Sydney was on there. The so. killer's almost on every poster. I thought of that. Sydney's I was like, that'd be a big twist. Sydney's gonna be the killer. If Sydney would be finally the one that snapped <coughs> after all these years, it'd be funny if it was Dewey. And you could tell <clears throat> because the killer had a limp. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, let's get off that. But anyway, uh, I had a good time with this episode. I think this is. Has been a pretty fun episode, especially if we quit coughing. Yeah, it was terrible. But anyway, we appreciate everyone listening and subscribing to the podcast. And as always, remember to stay scared, stay spooky.